I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Hi, how are you? I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better. And uh, paraphrasing Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. I'd like to talk today about something controversial. I'd like to talk today about something sensational. I want to talk to you today about jelly donuts. Now, let's suppose you, like me, love jelly donuts. You think jelly donuts are the greatest kind of donut that has ever donutted. You are aware of the existence of other donuts, chocolate, glazed, old-fashioned, sure. But at the end of the day, it is all jelly donuts all the time. And in fact, if you're one of those people who likes powdered donuts, well, we have some very specific and strong things to say to you about how wrong you are with the nature of powdered donuts and you liking them. It's jelly donuts, ride or die, anytime. Now, if I wanted to take my love of jelly donuts and I wanted to put it in my work, I could inelegantly have a character, any character, probably my main character, because I want you to know it's a very serious thing, this love of jelly donuts. I could have this main character say, gosh, other characters, I love jelly donuts. And my character could mirror my belief in how great a jelly donut is. But maybe you're saying, John, that's a little inelegant. That's a little boorish, a little coarse. Why would we put our own words verbatim in the mouth of our protagonist character? That seems so simplistic. It seems so childish. I am a listener with some culture and intelligence, and I would like to be a bit more delicate and a bit more crafty and artsy when it comes to telling my people about how great jelly donuts are. And I get it. So now what we're going to do is we're going to think about jelly donuts, not so much as a verbatim statement made by us through our character, but now we're going to think about the composition of jelly donuts, the reasoning behind why we love the jelly donut. Is it because the jelly adds an extra layer of sweetness in and among all the other flavors of the donut? Is it because the jelly is sort of a little surprise inside this yeasty combination of things? And I know what you're saying out there. Well, what about cakey donuts? And I think you'll all agree with me because we love jelly donuts so much that cakey donuts and powdered sugar donuts can go fuck themselves. Those things are atrocities and just should not exist because we are team jelly donut and jelly donut for life. So we're going to be a bit more abstract. We're going to be a bit more philosophical. We're going to be a bit more descriptive in how we communicate our idea of jelly donuts. We're never going to come right out and say it. We're going to make the reader or the listener have to work just a little bit, just a little bit harder than usual in order to understand how I talk about how important it is that things have a little surprise inside or that, you know, you want to get a combination of textures or that sometimes a raspberry is just the exact thing you need at the middle of a tough morning or I'm going to find just the nature of the weight of the donut or the shape of the donut and it's going to 
talk about jelly donut-ness without saying the words jelly donut. Now, some people, usually the powdered donut crew or the cake donut slobs, are going to see this and say that, oh, I'm trying too hard. I'm being too analytical. I'm talking too much about a thing. But we all know what John is really saying. We all know we're talking about jelly donuts. It's just that John is too much of a coward, too too afraid to just sort of sit there and own his love of jelly donuts because, you know, he should just do it because that's what he believes and that's what he feels. And why not just say it? Because that way, if he says it, we can make fun of him because we are the powdered donut people. We are the cake donut people. We believe and like something totally different and whether we put it in the mouths of our characters or whether we describe the nature of it so that the reader has to put two and two together this is the ideological battle of the age cake donut powdered donut jelly donut yeast donut but maybe though you're hearing this and you're saying to yourself, God, I, I don't want the world to know what kind of donut I like. Maybe I like jelly. Maybe I like powdered. Maybe I like them both. Maybe I enjoy Boston cream. Maybe I love just an apple fritter. Maybe I don't like donuts at all. Maybe the only kind of donut I like are the chocolate little munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts. Who knows? Maybe you like the frosted ones. It doesn't matter, but you decide that what you're going to do is keep your donut preferences away from your art. It doesn't matter what you like because it's not about you and what you like. It's about this story you have in your head. It's about these characters. It's about this thing. And donuts don't fucking factor into it. So you keep your donut preferences away from your material. Now, hang on. Hang on, there's a thing here. There's a thing we have to mention. Because maybe you fall into the camp where you're trying so hard to avoid donutness that you disguise it. You you say, well, I'm not going to reveal my donut preferences, but so I'll have my characters like this totally other kind of donut. Okay, that's fine. Maybe you can get away with disguising it a little bit. Or maybe you just know that donuts are off the table entirely because, oh God, once I open the donut door, the donut can of worms, it's just going to be donut, donut, donut all the time everywhere. And I just can't deal with that right now. So no donuts, no mention of donuts, no mention of anything like that at all. And what you're doing in that case is sort of framing the story around a thing so that it doesn't really factor. So that if ever your notion or your idea about donuts got out, it might stand in very stark contrast with your work, which all of a sudden seemed very like a donut or anti-donut, but all of a sudden your donut preferences come out and people have to reconcile like, wait a minute, that person's like, they like that kind of donut, but their work, they just, they just seemed more like a Danish or a croissant kind of person. And reconciling that might be a bit much for some folks. Now I've been talking about donuts, but it's not really about donuts, right? You get that it's not really about donuts. I just talked to you right through for seven minutes or so how to talk about anything, any political, any social, any moral, any philosophical stance you have with your work through the power and the magic of donuts. Because it's a, it's a donut and it's a great metaphor. If you want to bring up how you feel about a thing, whether it's something contentious, guns, child safety, labor, or whether it's something broader and less necessarily contentious, like you think that, I don't know, 
everybody should be able to vote or, or that you, you just think everybody should be paid fairly, or you want there to be more buses in the world, whatever your stance is about whatever thing you have the ability to put that into the words and the mouths of your characters because they can be your vessel. They can be your mouthpiece. They can be the tool you use to make your statement. And you can own that, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's not bad. You're not breaking a rule. It is, however, a kind of risk. And this risk is going to kind of persist throughout all of this exercise, whether we're talking donuts or political stances or philosophical things or religious decisions or anything like that. There's always that risk that the minute you make a statement, whether it's overt and direct through a character or whether you're sort of talking around it in implication or development, that somebody somewhere, some reader, some listener, some audience member is going to go, yeah, it's not really for me. And it will be so not really for them that they will be put off by the entirety of it. Like, oh, one time they brought up donuts and Star Wars and they ruined it all for me. Their stupid donut politics just getting in the way and ruining my perfectly good story or some horseshit like that. You have to decide whether or not you're even willing to entertain that possibility. There's no guarantee it'll happen. There's no guarantee that, you know, your typical reader, your average consumer, your intended audience is going to sit there and go, man, I can't keep reading these books. They keep talking about donuts all over the place. You, you don't know that. It's possible. But even if they do, that doesn't mean you have to stop making them. That doesn't mean you have to stop producing. It just means that this is part of what you get from your feedback. This is part of the audience. Some people are going to freak out that your characters say a thing or that you like donuts or that you talk about donutness or that you don't talk about donutness or whatever. And here's the important thing. Here's the, here's the walk away point. It's not your job in making your art to try and make those people happy by satisfying or guessing what's going to satisfy them when it comes to donuts. It, it doesn't matter. What matters is whether or not you are satisfied, whether you want to take it to that dimension, whether you want to bring up donuts, whether this story, this one time is the best place for that donut talk, or whether there's going to be another project down the road where you can talk about jelly donuts or where you cannot talk about jelly donuts, or you can totally slam the powdered sugar people because they're fucking weird. Whatever it is, you get to decide what you want to put in your work. You don't have to cater to them. You don't have to avoid talking, you know, talking about it to them because you're afraid it'll affect your sales. You get to pick and choose what you talk about. You get to pick and choose what you say. You get to pick and choose what goes out there. And whatever they say, whomever they might be, whatever their response is, however they react, that says way more about them way more about them than it's ever going to say about you and the fact that jelly donuts are fucking awesome. Think about that, and I'll talk to you later.